Hello. The Department of Education, Sport and Culture's flagship Employment and Skills Fair was held at the Villa Marina on the 9th of November this year. More than a 1,000 young people from all five secondary schools, University College Isle of Man and King William's College attended the event, giving them a chance to meet and engage with around 60 exhibitors, representing a diverse range of sectors including the creative industries and media of course, finance, hospitality, science, technology, engineering and mathematics or STEM, and uniform services. It also shed a light on the importance of transferable skills and the sometimes unconventional career paths that people take. Manx Radio presenters Christy Dehaven and Howard Kane chatted with some of the exhibitors to see just how they'd got to where they are today and whether it was a direction they'd seen for themselves when still in full-time education. Hi, I'm Jo Wood and I'm a Director of Paragon Recruitment. So, Joe, how long have you been a director of a company, first of all? So, I have been 14 years, so that's um, been quite a long 14 years. <laughs> but, yeah, since 2007, we bought the business, Debbie Scrimshaw and myself. So. And that in itself is interesting, because actually you started out working at the business. Yes, so I've had quite an interesting career. Um, so, I, I never went down the conventional route of going to university, so started, left school. I think my parents were delighted because um, they were working class, so <laughs> it was a case of go and make some money. Uh, so, I started off in a travel agency and I got traveling, um, travel co- qualifications up in the Isle of Man College, and then I decided to go and travel around the world. And then when I came back, I started um, working with the Isle of Man newspapers and started a really healthy career there in sales and marketing, so, which was quite exciting. So you went from travelling, sales and marketing, and obviously now you are directing a recruitment company. So how did you end up making that jump? So I kind of got to the stage with sales and marketing that I kind of had ex- sort of done everything I could do. And I was just looking for a new career move, so I went to speak to a recruitment agency And I ended up actually working for that said recruitment company, Paragon Recruitment. And um, yeah, it was a really exciting, I loved it because I had all the people skills. I had sales and marketing and I was networked. So all them kind of things uh, kind of made it that 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 was where I needed to go is, is in recruitment. And I loved it. So rewarding seeing people in unhappy positions or when they're starting out in their career and actually just seeing that smile on the face when you kind of get that placement, get the right job. And that in itself is fascinating to me, the fact that you went to speak to a recruitment company just to see what was out there and they hired you, which again is a perfect example of, you just never know what's around the corner. No, absolutely not. I think in life there's always opportunities um, and sometimes when you feel, because I was at a very, at a point where I just was uninspired in what I was probably doing. I'd just been done it for quite a long time and was looking for that change and yeah I was very very lucky that to get involved in recruitment because I absolutely love it um, and now I just think but it's a really strange way of how I got to recruitment mm-hmm. um, but you know it's yeah never you're never too old for a change as well so that's so it. true we are learning <laughs> that today and what would you say are some of the skills that you learned sort of in the very early days if you're starting out on the career path that you still implement today? I think it is the people skills. So, um, for example, when I was travelling, I was travelling on my own. So when I was in very difficult countries, um, I had to learn and read people very, very quickly um, and make a quick risk analysis of, is this safe? And and I think that's followed me all the way through my career is probably reading people very quickly, going with my gut instinct, and and yeah, it's never let me down yet. John Farger and I work for the Isle of Man Harbours and I'm the diving superintendent. 
I run the diving team, so there's a small team of six, and we do all the diving around the island uh, on the navigation marks and the piers, uh, sewer pipes, and if the steam packet requires us to dive on their boats, we dive on their boats, and yeah, that's what we do. Sounds exciting. Yeah, it is. It is quite well. It can be in the summer. It is the best job in the world because we're out in boats and there's dolphins around and seals and all the different marine life that that's around the island. We get to see it, and and it's exciting being under the water. But in the middle of winter, it's um, less so. But we do have all the right PPE, so yeah. Okay, so how do you end up doing something like this? Was it straightforward? Uh, no, definitely not. Um, I, I, when I left school, I was really fortunate that I knew what I wanted to do. I wanted to be a mechanic. And I, I was told that an apprenticeship was a really good thing to do, and I would always have that skill uh, behind me. And as it's turned out, uh, being a mechanic has led me into the... I started off as an agricultural mechanic, then a heavy goods mechanic, and then I moved to Aberdeen and started working in the oil industry and I subsequently had 15 years working all, literally all over the world. Middle East, Far East, uh, all over Europe, everywhere. You name it, I've been there. And earned a lot of money uh, in the oil industry just from being a mechanic. Um, so be, just being a simple mechanic can lead to really great things. That's amazing. So, okay, so, so why then come back here? Uh, well, I, or, I'd always had an interest in diving, and I did dabble in the diving industry, sort of mid-career, um, but it was in decline in the, in the North Sea. I worked in the North Sea for a couple of years, but it was in decline, so I kind of put that on the back burner and carried on with my career offshore. Uh, but, but I was living off the island, and I always wanted to return to the island because the Isle of Man is the best place in the world. And I, and I am qualified to say that because I've been to everywhere else in the world. I wanted to move back here and the job came up for Isle of Man Harbours in the dive team. I applied, got the job and I've worked my way up to now I run the dive team. So what are you saying to some of the young people that are coming round to encourage them to think of a career in this area? Don't get bogged down thinking that the first job that you, that you take is, is going to be you for the rest of your life. If you're really lucky, the first job that you take will be something that you really, really love and you'll stay in it for the rest of your life. But for most people, uh, their first job is not the one that they end up in 10, 20, 30 years down the line. Uh, but the most important thing when you leave school, whenever you leave school, is to get a job. Get any job. Any job, is, is any work experience is really looked at favorably by any future employer. I'm Mel, Mel Cool. Um, I am a manager at CM. I've been there about eight years now. Okay, but when you started out, were you heading into accountancy when you were sort of at school age or were you thinking of another direction? Originally, when I was doing my GCSEs and A-levels, I wasn't entirely sure what I wanted to do. I did originally think about going into maybe something like physiotherapy or going into psychology, but I always knew that I wanted to stay on the island, so in terms of job availability, I just wasn't sure how, how much of a career I could get out of that. So I decided to go into what both my uncles are in, which is accountancy, which is great for the island that there's a lot of availability in that. So I've been doing, I went to uni and did a degree in accountancy and then came back, joined a local firm, and I've been there for eight years now, 
qualified about five years ago now. And what made you want to stay on the island? Was that family reasons or life reasons or just work? Yeah, so with a surname Cool, uh, we're a bit Manx as the hills, so uh, we did recently our family history and realised that we've all lived and died on the Isle of Man, so we're a bit boring, haven't really left the island. My sister's actually the only one that has, but I love the island. It's a nice, slow pace of life, and I feel like it's quite a friendly place to live, so I have no desire to move off anytime soon. I just go far and wide every so often and just get my fix of that, but I think I would be a, a, a bit drowning in a, in a pond if I moved across. <laughs> so you're always accountancy now, enjoying it now, but it was, I suppose, that was the backup plan originally, was it, would you say, or the other way around? Yeah, I'd say accountancy is a great backup option, especially on the island. Like, I would say it was my backup option at the time, but I feel like it's a career that I've flourished in and developed in. I always knew that I had the skill set for it, but it was just other jobs when I was at GCSE A-levels were maybe a bit more attractive, but probably less available at the time. Well, listen, I, I can tell you enjoy your job now. Thanks very much for talking to us today. Thank you very much. Lovely to meet you too. Lee Johnson. And where do you work now? Barclays. And was that a straight linear career path for you into banking? Uh, definitely not. Not in the first place, no. Um, when I left school, I wanted to be a footballer. That obviously didn't pan out. Um, so I became an electrician by trade, got qualified. And then probably a few years into that, quite fancy trying something different. So yeah, 23 years down the line, here I am at Barclays still. And so how did you make the jump from, like you say, qualified electrician into banking, quite separate jobs? Um, it was quite hard um, at first, so basically the, the best way I did it was through um, recruitment agencies, get a bit of temp and experience first, um, then after that I was fortunate enough to be offered a full-time role within the business, so yeah, that's, that sort of helped move the transition piece. And happy in banking now, or can you see yourself thinking, getting itchy feet and heading another direction? Oh, I think I'm getting a bit too old in the tooth now, but uh, no, absolutely love it where I work. There's, just, there's so much opportunities to go through, through the, the business, and not just in the Isle of Man, sort of worldwide as well. Still want to be a footballer? Yeah, definitely. <laughs> Thanks for talking. Cheers. My name is Joy, I work for Junior Achievements. Um, I left school and I didn't really know what I wanted to do, so my mum and her wisdom said at that point, right, I want you to go to college and do a year's secretarial course. There was no way that I wanted to work in an office environment, but hey, she knew best, so that's what I did. So I did a year's secretarial, uh, then I left college, and then I wanted to go and see the wide world, so I started um, to look for jobs abroad and I ended up working in Denmark, in Copenhagen. Yeah, that was really pretty cool, but the thing is, I was very, very homesick, and I missed my friends, so I ended up, I, la I lasted a month, and I was home. <laughs> Big parties, farewell parties and everything, so, but yeah, I came home. So after that, I, was, I needed to look for a job, so I went for a job in a travel agent, but as an accounts person, and I hate accounts but it seemed the right thing to do, looking for a job. But I ended up working on the counter, so I was a travel agent for a number of years, which I absolutely adored. After that, I then went to work at Hamblin Recruitment. So in that job, I was helping young people develop their skills, helping them with their CVs, um, and basically finding them work, which was fantastic. 
And then I got itchy feet and I thought, well, what else can I do? So then I went to Junior Achievements and I've been there for a number of years. So I've had three amazing careers. But what links them all together is um, I'm a youth worker. So I've been a youth worker since I was my early 20s. Um, so they all link together, working with young people, working with people in general. So that's what I really like and I, I love my job. I've got the best job in the world. Oh, that's so good to hear. And it all started out from your mum saying, let's do secretarial course. And do you still use some of those skills now? Absolutely. Touch typing, fantastic. Um, computer skills, I mean, okay, the computers aren't the same as what they are now but I've always been quite technical anyway, and it originates from them. And also from travel, because we had computers when we were in travel, so online bookings, but obviously things have changed a great deal. But I think the main skills, if you've got good communication skills, if you like to work with people, but obviously different roles suit different people and different personalities, but they all link together. And the one thing that I can do is talk, as you can probably <laughs> gather. <laughs> And it's lovely to hear it. And now travel interests me as well because it's something I did too. From the Isle of Man, it's quite a big thing to set out and visit different parts of the world. It's, we have to be a bit braver on that front, I think. But what would you say that you learned and picked up on and what did you acquire when you were travelling that have helped you through life? Oh, just seeing different cultures. It's so important to travel. It's so important to leave the island maybe and work a while but always come back we always come back but yeah experience different ways of life different cultures and it does help us grow it helps us grow in ourselves and it helps us appreciate too what we've actually got excellent well what advice then you're surrounded by young people and obviously you're going to be speaking to a lot of them today what advice would you have for some of these young people okay maybe keep your options open Explore different things. If you're going to get a job, maybe look at a, a starting point. It might not be what you want to do. Eventually, look at me. I've had three different career changes, which has been absolutely fantastic for me. Um, but be realistic. Get a starting point, And once you're in a company, then you can see what different roles there are for you and uh, go from there. And just be open and honest to an employer if you need help. Just always be honest and ask for help. They're always there to help you. Hello, my name is Matthew Afton. And, well, first off, tell you or tell us where you're working now. I can see you've got government technology services on, so I'm assuming you work for GTS. Yes, um, I'm a GTS desktop engineer. Um, my job is to basically keep the government going, um, keep everything working, um, help users with problems that they might have, systems, computers, desktops, even printers, unfortunately. Um, it's, it's very busy, but it's definitely very rewarding as well. When I left school, I originally wanted to be a pilot, unfortunately. Um, it's quite expensive to do the training. I um, I spent some time doing engineering at college. I worked at Skanko for a bit. I've worked in a chippy, and I've even done a bit of admin work. I fell into IT mostly because I was just looking for work, and I've I haven't looked back since. Do you enjoy it? I love it. Every day is different. Um, I enjoy problem solving. I enjoy getting around, meeting new people. Um, I, I love it. And do you think the other jobs you've had, like you say, doing the training, working in the chippy, even meeting people, are they giving you good skills along the way? Yes, definitely. In the chippy, you know, it, it might just be serving food, but you're speaking to people. It's fast-paced. Um, you know, a lot can actually go wrong. Even in admin roles, again, using computers, speaking to people, engineering, the problem-solving sort of side of it, understanding how things work and how things go together. Everything, you know, adds up eventually to what I do now. And do you think you'll stay with IT? Um, 
I think so, yes. Obviously, I've, I've had a lot of different um, experiences and I'm, I'm, I am quite fluid, life is short and I just go with the flow really. But for the moment, I love what I do, so I'm, I'm happy. So I'm Kevin Scott, I'm the Coast Guard Rescue Teams Manager. But Kevin, I'm sure it probably didn't start there, did it? Take us back then, school. What, what were you interested in in school? Okay, so school, um, A-levels, I did uh, geology, chemistry and biology. Um, unfortunately, wasn't that bothered about A-levels. I ended up with only one of those um, and I was working on the farm um, and working at other farms at the time. Um, then went up to Orkney and worked at a, um, on North Ronaldsay, smallest Orkney island up there, on a croft for a year. Came home to get a proper job, <clears throat> started at Manx Airlines and in the ops room. Um, started off as an ops assistant and then worked up until I was duty manager um, for the operation. Uh, we had um, 96 aircraft operating just under 600 flights a day all over Europe. They then, Manx Airlines sadly disappeared. Um, I took a job at the Emergency Services Joint Control Room um, as a supervisor. I did 11 years there, but during that time I'd become a volunteer Coast Guard. Here I am now as full-time Coast Guard, been in this job seven years. So that is a perfect example really of how you might start out one in one position and then you end up somewhere entirely differently. But there are certainly transferable skills in everything you've done really, aren't there? Absolutely, um, sort of practical skills through the farming, um, problem solving and then ops room again it's sort of problem solving teamwork um, and yeah sort of you know not stopping until you've got that job done. I should ask you then is this the last one or? <laughs> I hope so yes I hope so. <laughs> so it, there's a lot obviously there's loads of young people wandering around today and they might be coming in with a preconceived idea about how you jump into a career and that's it. What sort of advice would you give to them? Oh um I would say, probably totally wrong if you spoke to the careers officer, but go and do something you really enjoy. Might not necessarily be, you know, the good wage or, you know, sort of um, what you see yourself doing in the future, but look, get some life experience, have fun, and then there's plenty of time to get the proper job. Well said that, man. Well said. And what about if someone is interested in doing what you do now? Okay, yeah, so um, as Coast Guard on the Isle of Man, unfortunately most of it is voluntary. There is only um, myself and a, one other colleague who are full-time. But um, once you're 18, if you're interested in volunteering, giving something back to your local community and you fancy the idea of dangling on ropes on cliffs or jumping in harbours in, in sort of flotation stuff, come and give us a shout. So I'm Mia Benjamin. I am at Paragon Recruitment as a recruitment consultant. How did you get to this point then, Mia? It's a bit of a, an odd one, really. So I started off doing event management and marketing degree at UCM, um, and then I moved into sales uh, within a radio station. Um, and now I'm at Paragon Recruitment, so I went to find a job, um, didn't really know what I wanted to do, and they said, well, why don't you come and work for us, really? So what does your job now entail? All sorts, really. So speaking to candidates is kind of one of the main ones. Um, finding out what they want to do and how we might be able to kind of assist them, really. And then using their skills and experience and kind of putting them into potential jobs that hopefully kind of matches what they're looking for. So what would you say then from your very first job? What would you say are some of the skills that you learned then that you're still able to put into play now? Definitely kind of communication, um, team working, kind of just being able to speak to people, I guess. So obviously there's loads of students that are coming up to you today and they're looking at their future and what it might look like for them. What kind of advice would you have for them? 
it doesn't matter if you don't know what you want to do. You're going to have probably multiple careers over your lifetime. So just do what you enjoy doing and you will kind of, the path will find you, I guess. Hi, my name is Paul Bott. And here we are at the pathology stall. But again, you didn't head straight this way from the school? Uh, no, I didn't. Uh, so I went from university into air traffic control. Um, that didn't work out, so I came to pathology instead. Okay, and what was the sort of, what, why did it work out the first time and what made you go into this uh, area of science? So uh, I was uh, quite uh, fancying to use my degree and uh, the pathology um, lab caught my eye and after a lot of reading and speaking to some friends who work there, I decided it was a good, good idea for me. And happy there now? Very happy, yes, thank you. Yeah. So you think you'd stay on in pathology or you would see yourself going off in another direction again? Uh, no, I'm quite enjoying pathology, I'm happy to um, continue on in that path, yeah. But it's not, when you first started out, you didn't really see, if you sort of throw yourself back to the age of some of the children around at the employment fair today, you wouldn't have thought you'd be standing here as a pathologist now. Uh, no, no idea, not at all. So I started out wanting to be a teacher at school. I wanted to be a teacher. I wanted to be a chemistry teacher because chemistry was the subject that interested me. And uh, my dad was a teacher, so I suppose I just wanted to carry on. And I'd lived in school as my life, I suppose. So uh, that's what I wanted to do. And I went away to university to do a chemistry degree. And I went to London and I hated it because it's a big place and I was very lonely. It's the place you hated rather than the degree? How, yeah, no, I liked the degree. Yeah. I did. I hated the place and I was very unhappy and I dropped out. So there's my failure. And it was a massive deal at the time. And, I, and I, you know, the world had ended because I dropped out of university. And so I came back to the Isle of Man where I wanted to be because... I was happy in the Isle of Man. So I went looking for a job in science, which there weren't many of, and I got a job at the lab and landed fairly and squarely on my feet because I've been here for 33 years now and it's been a great job and still is a great job. Uh, it's interesting and every day there's something new to find. And so, yes, it was, it was actually a good thing for me. So maybe it was meant to be. So that's a cracking story, and as much as you say, you thought, in your own words, you thought the world had ended when it did. didn't work out that way, and now here you are with a, a job, fantastic job, which you love. Yeah, that's right. So, uh, yeah, uh, and you don't always get into what you end up doing the way that you thought you did, and there are different routes in to all jobs, probably. It's just not, not one. One's easier, admittedly, and quicker, uh, but if you don't get that, there's other ways. My name's Cathy Lane, I'm the Managing Director of MHC Insurance on the Isle of Man. We specialise in um, crew insurance, so marine crew who work on board cruise ships, super yachts, that kind of thing, and associated sort of, you know, shipyards, that kind of thing. We provide medical insurance to them. And what sort of skills do you need to do the job you do? Wow, a, a bit of everything. <laughs> I'm, I'm one of those that, yeah, you, you have to do a bit of everything, whether it's, um, you know, dealing with new people, um, building relationships, um, a bit of accounting, a bit of marketing, just a bit of everything. Basically. So I'm intrigued then, what got you to this point? Because I've been told it wasn't exactly a straight line. No, it really wasn't. <laughs> I actually went to art college. So after doing my A-levels at Castle Russian, I did an art foundation course on the island. Um, I went away to art college and I specialised, I actually did theatre design, so I specialised in costume and props for theatre and film. 
Um, I did that for a little while, um, but it's pretty much all freelance, so I, I, I like a regular income. So I decided I'd better get a proper job. And I ended up working in the footwear industry. So I'd started off in a, a shoe factory in London, um, just on, on the sewing machines. And then they found out I'd been to art college. So I got moved into the design room. I ended up the ladies' footwear range designer um, for a supplier who only supplied Marks and Spencers. So I might have worn your shoes. You may well have done. I've walked in your shoes potentially. You could well have done, absolutely. Um, and then from there, um, I ended up working uh, for a, like a children's footwear maker. Um, I was production manager there. And then decided to relocate back to the islands. So briefly went to Ronsway Shoe Company when it was still there. But the whole footwear industry was moving out to China. So I figured I'd better retrain before I got too old. So a friend of mine had his own financial advisor firm. So I went there and learned how to be a financial advisor. And then from there, I ended up being headhunted to go to MHG. And I was brought in to build up the office on the island. So that's how I ended up doing what I'm doing. How inspiring is that when you think that, you know, you've had such a varied career and how brave you were to take an entirely different route when you decided you need to do something different? I mean, what, what sort of, what would you say to some of the young people around here now to try and give them that little bit of encouragement that they might need? Being adaptable, yeah, I mean, it's surprising. No matter what plans you have in place for yourself, sometimes life just gets in the way and... It, I like the on the poster here. One of the one of the things is resilience, and that's absolutely crucial. I'd say so. When life throws you a curveball, learning to to cope with that and adapt, and maybe change, you know, your your pathway that you were so determined on. Um, if you can if you can be adaptable in that way, you'll go far in life. You really will. Okay, downstairs at the Careers Hub, we're at the Department of Education, Sport and Culture, and we're at the Skills Hub, Search and Select. I'm Susan, I work for Search and Select. And I'm Danielle, I also work with Search and Select. I went to university to study psychology, and then quickly decided that wasn't for me. Changed to a general business degree, business studies, and found human resources. And then over many years, different roles, I found myself back in human resources working in recruitment. And how do you feel sort of to where you've gotten now? Do you think the other bits and pieces you've done have added to your skill set along the way? Absolutely. I worked in business development for the civil service for a little while, so I learned to deal with all sorts of individuals, all sorts of businesses. Then I worked in education for a little while in administration, so I'm used to working with young people. Um, and that really helps me in what I'm doing day to day right now. And your story, is yours a straight path or a nice wiggly one? It's pretty straight. Uh, I went to university to study history. I did my master's specialising in Manx history and I moved over to the Isle of Man. Then once I finished, I very much kind of went, I'm not entirely sure what I want to do next. And came to Search and Select, uh, where I started off on their acquisitions team. They have another side of the business, which I do there, signature acquisitions. And while working there, I got interested. I started dealing with the team that does the recruitment side and just started to gain an interest in that. So ended up here now, working with both sides of the business and loving it. Oh, really? So do you think it's it's not something you started out originally thinking, this is what I'm going to do, though? No, it wasn't. But I always go with what's meant to be, it's meant to be. And this came up and I went, this is perfect and I love it. And do you think you'll stick with it now? A hundred percent. What about you? Do you see this as something for the rest of your working life or do you see yourself heading off in another direction? 
I think that this is a fantastic team. I love my job. I love what I do day to day, and I don't see any reason why I'd make a change. My name is Nicole Cervantes. At the moment, I work for the Charity Junior Achievement. So it's a charity that we visit every single school and every single high school on the Isle of Man and prepare the students for the work of work. So we learn, teach about different skills, about how to get a job, uh, and I'm a little behind that. So I'm like behind all the social media and the marketing of the charity. So your daily kind of work, what does it actually involve? What sort of skills do you use? Uh, so I work majority of the time in, in the office and it requires a lot of creativity and research skills because what I try to do is to show uh, to the public what we do and try to engage them with our charity because we need from volunteers, we need people to get involved, donate as well to our charity and we just want to showcase what our students are doing and how amazing ideas they come with, how amazing uh, improve they do to their careers. So I, my work is basically show them how amazing they are and get them involved with us with Junior Achievement. So did you think you'd be doing this when you were little? I mean, what did you want to do when you were little? Not really. When, when I was little, I always joked that I was going to be a singer. Uh, however, if you hear me in a karaoke, you will be 100% sure, definitely not a singer. Like, music is not one of my skills. Uh, after that, I thought about journalists, and I am actually going to university studying psychology. Once I was in psychology, I thought, there should be something else other than the like mental health or the what we usually think in a psychology, like the clinical kind of area. I thought there should be a different area that we can put psychology skills uh, to use. And that's why I started like mixing psychology with business and then with marketing. And then that's how I am like working in junior achievement. So then if there's someone, obviously we're surrounded by young people here who are just starting out and maybe thinking about their careers, what kind of advice would you give them? Um, I would say be open to all the opportunities and if there's no an opportunity that of something that they like, create their own opportunities. As I said, I always thought with psychology, I didn't want to just go to a typical clinic and work there. So I create my own opportunities and research how I can put like that in place, as well that it's fine not to know what you want to do right now, because it will change like with the past of the time, it's gonna change all the time. Uh, think in the things that you like to do, so I'm always been very creative kind of person, and I wanted to put that in work and actually enjoy my work through like my hobbies as well. So just thinking that, what do you like to do? What is your, your enjoyment out of school? and make that of a career. Um, hi, I'm Erin, I'm from Ramsey Grammar School. Hi, I'm Louisa, I'm also from Ramsey Grammar School. I'm Liliella from Ramsey Grammar School. Okay, so you've been down at the Education Fair, how long have you been down? Uh, we've only been here a few minutes actually, but, oh. it, <laughs> but it's looking really good so far. Okay, so what sort of stands have you seen so far? Um, we've seen like banking stands from the accountants, an Isle of Man meat stand, just like a lot of employment like opportunities. And what about you? Have you actually seen anything which has inspired you yet or something you've maybe thought about, oh that looks interesting? 
Um, well, at the minute we're looking at the accountancy stand and um, I've not seen much of like the other rooms, but I know there's a lot more to go and look at. And do you have any particular ambition in life yourself at the moment, or are you actually down here today searching for ideas, maybe inspiration? Well, actually I want to go to uni and study physiotherapy, so I'm trying to find like a stand about that. Okay. And at the end, have you got any? Have you got an aim in life at the moment, or are you trying to get some ideas today? Uh, not too sure what I want to do. I'm very interested in history, but don't know how that's going to apply into the career. But just having a look around, see what I like. And you thinking of going to uni first, or? Yeah, definitely uni. But yeah. And do you think coming around at something like this today, do you, do you sometimes find you look at a stall and you think, hey, you know what? I've never thought about that before, but it looks really interesting. Yeah, it shows you all the different careers and what like there is like to know about the Isle of Man and everything. Yeah, that's all I got. Thanks for talking to us.